Hey there, welcome to First Five. If you're looking for encouragement, you came to the right place. Let's dive in. Let me say something that's kind of unpopular. Um, I have no desire to be anything else other than ordinary. Nah, let me not lie to you. I have a desire to be a lot of things. <laughs> if anything, I actually think I have a desire to, to want to be great and be extraordinary. But we've talked about this on this podcast before. That is not the aim of our life. and should not be the aim of our lives. The aim of our life, we should make it our ambition. As it says, as Paul says in 1 Thessalonians 4, we should make it our ambition to lead a quiet life. That doesn't mean that that we can't do great things for God. It just means that our aim is not to do great things for God. Our aim is to be with a great God. And therefore, I say this with confidence. I am aiming actively toward being ordinary. <laughs> I don't really want to be anything else other than ordinary and maybe you find yourself in that situation too where you you want to do great things you want to be great you want to be just do all of these wonderful things for God maybe it's not even for God maybe you just want to be famous maybe you just want to be known maybe you just want to make an impact on the world you just want to do good for the world at large you want your good and all the things that you can do to scale beyond you and I think inherently those things can be really good dispositions to have but what i love is that we see so often in the scriptures that that god uses not the 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 greatest among them not the 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 ones with all of the gifts and all of the things to offer but it's often that god uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things and so i want to be considered ordinary. I want to be considered among the ordinary, not because I don't want to do great things for God. It's because more than anything else, I want God to do great things through me. I want God to do great things in me. And I know he loves using the ordinary to do the extraordinary. Let me show it to you. For looking at what Acts 4 and it'll still continue on in the book of Acts. And it says this in verse 13. Let me give you a little bit of context of what's going on here. Peter and John have been brought before the Sanhedrin by the Sadducees and the temple guard because they just healed a man. They healed a lame beggar. And so the Sadducees, the temple guard, the rulers and the elders, they bring them before the court. Uh, they've put them in jail until the next day. They bring them before the court. And then all of a sudden, Peter is emboldened with the spirit of God. And, and, and he's filled with it. And he says out of his mouth, he's like, basically, if you're here to persecute us because we tried to heal some people, you're in the wrong. <laughs> if you're here to persecute us because we tried to heal some people, you should know that this is Jesus by which we do this through. And he speaks with such boldness and such clarity. And he says that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. And he says this in verse 13. This is when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men. They were astonished and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. 
when the Sanhedrin, when the religious leaders of the day, when they saw that these two men, that Peter and John, that were that were causing a fuss, that were that were causing people to believe in this Jesus and this this resurrected Christ, when Peter and John, who were healing people in the name of Jesus, when they saw that they were just unschooled, everyday, ordinary men, they were astonished because the people in the Sanhedrin. These religious leaders of the day have spent their entire lives learning about God, gaining knowledge about God. And Peter and John are just normal, everyday, ordinary dudes who walked with God. That'll preach to your soul today, hopefully. Hopefully that encourages your soul that knowledge about God is not greater than walking with God, being in personal relationship with God, knowing Him for yourself, not just having head knowledge about Him, having heart knowledge about Him, that your heart knows Jesus and you are in personal, everyday, ongoing relationship with Jesus. It says that they noted that these men had been with Jesus and it was clear because of the miracles that they performed, because of the things that they had done. People could tell these men have been with Jesus. Whether they chose to believe in him or not, they can tell that these men have been with Jesus, with the man who calls himself the Son of God. I wonder if that could be said about us. Can, can it be said about us that we've been with Jesus? I know sometimes I don't always display that in my life, that people can tell, oh yeah, he's been with Jesus. He looks like Jesus. He smells like Jesus. He looks like he's been around Jesus. But my prayer for you today is that our lives will begin to look more, your life will begin to look more and more like that of Christ. And people would say when they see you, oh, they've, they've been with Jesus. Whether they choose to acknowledge his deity or him as the son of God or not, whether they choose to accept him or not, they would know that you are different than everyone else, that you are normal and ordinary, and yet God has done extraordinary things through you my encouragement to you today. Let's not strive to be anything else other than those who are being with Jesus. Let's make it our ambition to lead a quiet life. Let's make it our ambition to do what it is that God has called us to do. Let's make it our aim to be with Jesus and allow him to make more noise out of our life. Allow him to do great things. Allow people to say, wow, they're different than everyone else around us. They're so different than everyone else. Why is that? And we can introduce them to this person that we know, this person we have deep relationship with, to Jesus Christ. For salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. We can introduce them to the authentic Jesus. I really hope that encouraged you. We'll talk soon.